Today's episode is one that we have been dying to hear about. Our episode today is about men, right, Angie? It's about men and their dicks. But more specifically, men and their dicks, right? So there are three parties. There is the man, there is the woman, and then there is the dick. I feel that I don't want to be held responsible for what my, my dick wants me to do. You must understand my dick is a separate entity and it causes me to do things that I may or may not want to do. So it's not I'm not really responsible for it, right? I have read your comic then. <laughs> it's really a separate entity. Right? But for the majority of like other males, I don't think their dick like quite comes alive the way yours does. Okay, so I, so we'll, we'll post a link to like Dan's comic yes, in case yes, all yes. of you are wondering. Yeah. Thank you very it's much. It's a very entertaining comic. <clears throat> and it was done on 24 Hour Comics Day. Yes, yes, yes. I didn't finish though. Yeah, but um, another gentleman who might also have the same dick syndrome as me is uh, Louis C.K. Isn't it one of your favorite, one of our perhaps uh, favorite comedians? Yeah, I guess. Yeah. Not anymore. Okay, so for our listeners out there Still. who <laughs> who may or may not listen to Louis C.K., this gentleman has the urge to masturbate in front in front of attractive women. So he has done this many times, several times. And because of the recent wave of uh, of uh, ladies coming out to tell tell people uh, which are the men who have uh, sexually harassed them, they rode on that wave and they outed him. So now uh, his movie is cancelled. People are dropping him, and uh, even people like me don't want to watch his uh, his shows anymore. Really? So he, yeah, I, I don't know. He's like them hypocrite, lor. What about you, Jerry? Will you still watch Louis C.K. stuff? I will still watch it. Um, but on the knowledge that he has done certain things, so certain jokes that he, uh, if he pulls out certain jokes that are demeaning, but he has made those, like precisely the jokes precisely, that yeah. that he yeah. that he committed in front of all those women. So so it, it, you know you, you go in the full knowledge, you can enjoy it or you can just uh, cringe. It's up to you. Alright, actually, what I I don't really specifically want to talk about Louis C.K. or Harvey mm. Weinstein or whatever. I want to talk about more about. The politicization of this kind of sexual assault, sexual harassment, or sexual misconduct, where we have all this group of people that's just suddenly coming out and relaying all these stories about this this explosion of stories that has been coming out. Right, something interesting is happening amongst all these stories. Some of them are just widely held beliefs that now everybody is just jumping on, and others, right, are just completely ignored, depending on which side of the political spectrum that you stand on. So it's a bit it's a bit strange. Uh. I mean if you look at okay, so the all the Hollywood male producers, executive or whatever, right? Everybody's just just de- destroying them now. But then on the flip side we have the Republican politician that was running for Senate, I think. Mm. I think Roy Moore. Roy Moore, yeah. And then on on his side of the aisle, it just seems like people are still standing by him. Right, there, there's all this. So he himself also has committed certain acts, and for him, I think it's especially egregious because he's um, against very young teenagers. So what I really want to dissect is what is the what is the nature of this polarity? Uh? why 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 do we constantly politicize this kind of this kind of events? Okay, so Louis C.K. just whipped his dick out in front of a few women, and he just got, like trash. Right, he's just he's just on the garbage bandwagon now. And everybody is just previously people who were friends with him, people who are his fans, are just like totally bashing him now. But then when you talk about Roy Moore, who has like the women who came out on record and say that yeah, you, um, he has grabbed them and kissed them or something like that, and then 
when they confront him about it, he said, Who, who's going to believe you? Because at that time, he was the, I think, the DA or the assistant DA. Yeah. And he did this to several women who were interviewed independently and then came up with roughly the same stories across the board. So I don't think it's so much that the nature of the act itself is more about why is it that some women are believed and some are not. Well, I mean, nowadays, like, the the so-called rhetoric is that you need to believe every woman when she kind of steps out and say so because it's already so hard for them to want to kind of step out. And if they don't, uh, they are not believed, right, that might prevent other women who have gone through the same thing from stepping out and saying, saying that, you know, these things happen to them. So I think right now the current trend is to believe them until proven otherwise which is kind of strange because like in court right you are innocent until proven guilty right to be honest okay so i i i was also one of those people who were just like okay i, I will not believe anything until you are proven guilty but then what i've come to realize was right the explosion of all these sexual reports that came out of hollywood i've sort of in, internally so sanctimonious about it because it's all these fucking liberal guys, right? They're just <laughs> constantly sitting on their high horse, smearing their nose at us, you know, fucking Republicans or conservative people, and constantly just like telling us what moral superior beings they are. And then now, you know, th- and they're always, they're always, oh, you know, uh, I'm a feminist, right? I'm, I'm an ally of women. I, I believe in the respect of women and all that, but turns out to be all fucking garbage. Uh. But actually, these women were still hurt in the process and I just find myself quite appalled that I was glad something like this happened. So there, there is this tribal instinct within me, this politicization as well, where I felt maybe this proven, uh, innocent until proven guilty thing, right, doesn't really hold up in all situations. Especially when you're talking about experiences that cannot be proven true or otherwise. Like if let's say uh, this lady comes up and like sexual harassment by the way is almost impossible to prove I mean if you think about it it's a he said he he said she said sort of scenario almost 100% of the time question question I've not asked this uh, of anyone or any male so far but like when you guys are you know reading about these reports are you shocked are you like oh well I mean I can understand why they would do that because I have that same kind of urge or something that I don't act it out or you know that kind of thing Mm-hmm. I, 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 I can honestly openly know that if I become a person of power and I'm not hold as accountable for my actions to other people, I feel like I will abuse my power. Sorry, guys. I don't think it's very different for me and Dan, but knowing where I am and who I am, and knowing that I don't have the ability to do this kind of things, I would not do them. And so far, most of the males that have been exposed are in position of power and... You, you almost it almost comes as no surprise you know it almost almost comes as like yeah I I even if there's like one in ten or maybe one in hundred there's still gonna be a few tens of thousands of them around the world doing this you know yeah man right yeah so it's it's you, you just need you just need one belly okay okay so the follow up question so like okay I how about you John I don't want to sound too arrogant or whatever but oh. actually I actually have the reverse problem where. Because I'm so good looking and attractive to women. Yeah. <laughs> he has to bat women away. Oh, yeah. I actually have to... Re- look, this, I mean, you can believe it or not, uh, but this is true. Uh. I don't ever find myself in the position where I have to do anything for like most of the time. Yeah. 
he's like a chick magnet. Yeah. Like they fall from the sky and then they just <laughs> attach to him. Yeah, pretty much. Yeah. And I, you know, I know one thing I noticed about this group, right? Like among the four of us, is that none of us enjoy human contact. Like we will record entire episodes where we don't even touch each other. So why would you touch each other? No, but this is like the thing, right? Like some people are just really touchy and really feely, you know, those kind uh, of people. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's a good and observation. So actually, yeah. and I so and this this is uh, pertinent for me as well. Like across like my daily interaction, my daily social interaction, where I just don't like to touch people, even if I'm attracted to them. And I'm always mindful about precisely where my hands are, and I just don't want to be in this situation where someone accuses me of something. So no matter what, right, I'll just keep my hands to myself. So I'm like acutely aware of the position that I'm in at all times. And but despite all that, right, there, there are some women who really just sort of can't resist like, you. Just, I mean, they just really touchy, y'all, and it makes me really, really uncomfortable to be honest. Have you, have you guys ever experienced that touchy women that make you uncomfortable? I have seen that happen to friends, but I'm I'm not mm. good looking, so it doesn't happen to me. I I'm sorry. <laughs> <laughs> The only time, the only time I'll get touched by a touchy woman, is like in a very dark club, in a very loud music, and she's like inebriated like crazy. Yeah, then I'll get touched. Okay, so okay, so this is kind of interesting for me because like I realized that um, the whole like spate of sexual harassment, uh, sexual misconduct uh, cases that have popped up, most of the men are actually really unattractive. <laughs> if you're like a K-pop, uh, like. Like G-Dragon yeah. you won't be <laughs> And like so the thing is right Like um, I wonder if women are reporting uh, these men Because they felt like Oh yuck they're so gross I didn't want it to happen Whereas if something happened to them Like say let's say Brad Pitt Did the same thing that Harvey Weinstein did He like appeared in some You know you were sleeping He appeared in the doorway And he was masturbating And you oh my god Brad Pitt is masturbating to me like would they report that? So no, like, I, I don't. I think the I think you sort of got it backwards. Uh, the psychology of very very good looking people like Brad Pitt, right, is very different from ugly fucks like Harvey Weinstein. No, I'm just saying that you know, like I'm sure there are good looking guys out there with like sick minds. Predatory, good looking. Yeah, they people. just want. They maybe they're not even attracted to the women, but they just want to fulfill some kind of perverted desire inside. I mean certainly but, there like, are some perverse motherfuckers uh, but at the same time if let's say for example they are able to convince the women that they are targeting mm. that this is what they want and the women also just acquiesce without putting up a fight then to be to be perfectly honest I'm not so sure that the crime was committed or. I mean most of human interaction is just convincing other people to do to give consent yeah to give consent right it's kind of like that you know when you're in a bar and some like creep comes up to you and be like hey I buy you a drink can or not huh? yeah so for example him and then versus like a guy right. who is like give me a good looking dude uh then. I don't know like VJ Art yeah. he's gay right yeah, okay, yeah. Mind. let's try again uh, Taping Hui yeah okay okay Taping Hui yeah Maybe they say the same thing, right? And yeah. then you're just like, okay, this guy is way more attractive. Yes, so he's yes. okay, even though he's exhibiting pervy, sick, gross behavior, but you're yeah. okay with it because they get the extra credit points for looks. That's an interesting interesting perspective. I've yeah. never factored 
how good looking you are into the yeah so you've added a new variable to the equation yeah and like I mean when let's go back to Louis CK because A he's a personal he- hero of mine I really liked him and I don't know if I like I think I still like him it's a little, little I was quite disappointed when the accusations came out but then I told myself well he was just masturbating he didn't like he raped was basically their eyes lah I guess so like I mean like I kind of like oh he's not that like my own mind I was trying to give him an excuse so that I can continue watching his stuff I don't know if that's horrible of me but I also feel like there there is a lot of nuance to think lah I mean to be clear right that I think we really need to distinguish what Louis CK did and what Harvey Weinstein did or what Bill Cosby did oh yeah what Bill Cosby did because they are really on just on different levels ah. Bill Cosby is like egregious really, I just went yeah. out there. It's like a tippy tip of the spear. Yeah, and then you have like Harvey Weinstein. I mean, there's some allegations, there's some women with allegations of rape, uh, but I'm not so sure. Three of them at least. Yeah. But the majority of the women who came out basically say that he, um, like he was asking for inappropriate massages or he was giving inappropriate. Giving. Yeah. Giving. I think he asked for some as well. I can't remember like, Anyway, so there is that level, you know, of <coughs> sexual harassment, hmm. and then there's the level of Louis C.K. where he doesn't <coughs> touch the women, and they are sort of like what Angie said, hmm. <laughs> getting <coughs> getting eye fucked. Can we can we so, expand the spectrum just a little bit lower than what Louis C.K. did? So let's say we have got Joy, Jack Neal. Like nobody has ever, yeah, he died really fast, right? So Jack Neal, what he did was he asked for sexual favors. Yeah, I don't think that's I don't think that's wrong. Because, okay, so... You can reject... Like, yeah, you can say no, right? Yeah. And then even if, let's say, for example... Okay, when all these things happen, right? One thing we have to realise also is that there are some women out there who would jump on the chance like this. Who will have sex with Jack Neal so that they can get a leg up. And I don't fault these women. I think in life you do what you need to to get ahead. So Jack Neal is just simply participating in this social negotiation, which so long as he doesn't use force, and he doesn't whip his dick out in front of unwilling participants, then, frankly speaking, I don't see what's the problem. Ah. If let's say I'm a sugar daddy, and I ask her, and I say to some lady, hey, you want to be my girlfriend for $5,000 a month? I don't think, like, that, that, could be, that could be construed as a clumsy sexual advance, but I don't see it as sexual harassment. But I guess, like, the problem comes in when there is, like, an implicit understanding that uh, whether it was implied through... Not, I'm not saying that Jack New said this. <laughs> like for example, Jack New says to you, "Okay, like I'll, I'll be, I'll be Jack New, and then okay. um, then you be me. <clears throat> okay. uh, then you be a be. aspiring starlet." Okay. 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 Hi, hi, Mr. New. Uh, hi, Daniela. You <clears throat> know, um, I noticed that actually we get along quite well, uh, <clears throat> Right. Um, you want to come to my house later tonight? <clears throat> we can do a bit of a, you know, script reading for the upcoming. Movie, Mister Neo, are you, are you like interested in me? <laughs> no, no, you can just come over and you can see what happens, you know. I, I, but like you know, uh, I'm, I'm just gonna let, let you have this chance to read the script. <laughs> Shit. <laughs> okay, let's say Daniela really wants it, then she will say yes. What if Daniela doesn't want it? You guys then should be on the next Alpha <clears throat> Boys to men like five. <laughs> <laughs> no, <laughs> yeah, mm. but like that, I mean. You yeah, there's, there's no way to overtly say it because Daniela's yeah. not going to say like, 
Are you giving me this? This this the, the yeah. deal on the table is this. I have sex with you. You give me you know the yeah, leading exactly. role in the script. Like she's not gonna say that. Nobody's of gonna course. overtly say that. So I mean that there, there is that okay I I uh you have sex like if Jack Neal is really so like blunt and he goes like you have sex with me I'll give you this part or he can do this like uh-huh. uh, more implied kind of stuff yeah, where yeah, nothing yeah, was yeah. ever said yeah. but I you mean, know what is going on clearly he will not be so I mean okay <laughs> the smarter predators right yeah. would definitely not come out and say hey I need to bang you right now otherwise you're not getting this part <laughs> right because this is very overt. But if let's say I'm able to lure you to my house, right, then there's an excuse. Then I can say, yeah, you know, you come to my house, what did you expect? So, I mean, just be smart about it all. You there's also be... the thing about, like, not being able to get the part just because you don't want to fuck somebody. Mm-hmm. Too bad, no? <laughs> I mean, the, the, in, in, this, in this world, right, there's a lot of advantages that other people have that yeah, you don't. And sure. then you don't, you don't necessarily get the job that you want because you're unwilling to do certain things because you have some ethical line that you will not cross. Mm-hmm. And th- that, that line can be drawn anywhere. So, and sex is just one of those lines. It's not something that I think should be... I don't think it's just that important. In, in our conservative Asian society, I would say that it, it does matter. I mean, uh, what, all, all, all the spheres that you're talk, talking about just now, like, uh, applies to the liberal Western sphere, right? So, in Singapore, like, politicians have quit their jobs simply because, you know, they have affairs with people. So, I think generally, in Singapore, if you are a person in power and you are using your power to ask for sexual favors, then it is um, frowned against. It is morally wrong. Morally. I think I think the the government certainly want to upkeep a certain image, lah, and they pressure their own politicians to resign after having such you know sexual misconduct or sex or or extramarital affairs or whatever. But I think for the rest of us, right? I mean, we can pretend that we are all upstanding moral citizens, are, but fuck, man, I've seen the underbelly of this society. Uh, it's not, it's not pretty. So everybody just fucking sex crazy as shit. <laughs> okay. Like okay, so the other moral dilemma that I have, right, is like just examining my own biases. Because I used to be like, oh, I never watched Woody Allen shows because he groomed his like, you know, stepdaughter and like married her, you know, and he's a pedophile and blah, 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 blah. And then now I'm just like making excuses for Louis C.K. just because I like him. And then like even worse, recently John Lasseter from uh, who is the CEO of Pixar has also been implicated in like a row of like sexual misconduct cases. And now I'm like, what the fuck are you telling me to like? just denounce all my this like Pixar movies that he directed or something I will never do that but but you realise Hollywood has been I mean specifically within Hollywood they've been doing this for the last 30 years for Roman Polanski yeah right so yeah. it's like yeah you know at what point at what point do you do you uh, go and you know do you say hey look this person may be brilliant He's he's a you know brilliant and and he's a he's a he's not a he's not a good human being but he's brilliant he or she is brilliant so mm. you know do we still tolerate this you know the, the, the things that they've done like it, I mean it, I I think it, there's also that that um, blurring between your personal and your personal and your what is it called professional life right now like you've seen uh, you know we've seen quite a lot of doxing of people who said problematic things online in their own personal capacity and then you know uh, online trolls will just go and uh, get them fired from their jobs you know then their company will come out and say like okay this is not why we stand for blah 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 blah, blah. so like <laughs> I don't know of course this is very different lah, because they did it in their workplace lah. 
the, all the he- sexual harassment mostly happened in the workplace. So I don't know where I'm going with it. I'm just let's like, let's put it this way: uh, you still can enjoy a painting painted by Hitler. That's true, lah. Uh. Right. Yeah. I mean, the sometimes we just need to separate the work from the person. And I mean, frankly speaking, Louis C.K. is still a funny guy. I mean, I I would go so far as to say, Bill Cosby is still a funny guy. Yeah. Right. I mean, when I look at some of his older stuff. I, I do laugh at his jokes But when I, you look at a painting done by Hitler right It's a painting Like Hitler wasn't promoting his, his himself He was yeah, but making neither the, is work the work of art But neither is the work that You know Bill Cosby or Louis C.K. or well, I would say that, did, right? I, I mean, would say that Louis C.K.'s work is mostly about himself And yeah, himself as so, a character I mean the So the self-deprecating self I mean the so-called the Whatever masturbation jokes that he yeah. cracked right That now we sort of See it through a different lens And we sort of have this Extra level of Contextualization It's a bit like When you know, when you see a piece of Art for the first time And then The artist Wrote something Into the whatever Side piece uh, I mean the, the little description And then when Upon reading it It sort of gained new insight Into the Into the works and I think this is this is what it is all with Louis C.K. as well. I went after after those allegations broke, right? I went to listen to his one of his specials again, mm-hmm. just to see that if I can laugh at <laughs> some of his masturbation jokes. <laughs> and I'm sorry, it's still funny. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, suck a bag of dicks. <coughs> no, especially the one where he was like, you know, um, he got this woman. Well, this is not a masturbation joke, but like you know, this woman was drunk when she had sex with him, and he she woke up the next day and she's like, "Oh my god, like I cannot, this is the worst thing I've ever done in my life." And he was talking about how, how he felt about that lah, basically, and realizing that you are the someone's worst moment in their life or something. And and from that, I, I kind of like okay, maybe this is why you have you feel like you have to masturbate in front of all these women who rejected you or something, or I don't know. I also have a lot of difficulty separating the person from the work. Yeah. Yeah. I feel like I'll be like you too. If one of my childhood heroes, you know, does something like that, I will make excuses for him or her. And uh, in in Louis C.K.'s case, okay, the self being self-deprecatory lessened the crime. Does it? I don't know. Asking if I go out and stab a guy right now, and then after I tell the police, yeah, I stab him. <laughs> he was pissing me off. <laughs> I stab. I, I didn't even stab him right. Oh no. Uh, I don't know lah. I don't know either. <laughs> if we move the if we move the lens a little bit towards uh, the Harvey Weinstein angle, and you have a person who is in position of power, and this is he he's got he's got the ability to make or break people's careers in a in a showbiz. And I, I don't I don't want to talk about Harvey Weinstein. Actually, I want to talk about um, Matt Damon and um, Ben Affleck. They're his good friends. They know this shit has been going on for a damn long time, you know. And and on some extent, uh, George Clooney as well. So, at, at what point do you have to do you have to like you know stand up and say, hey, you know, at what point do you have to tell a friend, even though this friend may hold the power over your career or your 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 means of making making a living, at what point do you stand up and tell them it? Dude, you really, really need to get help, or you, you know, enough is enough. When, when I think sometimes that one is a bit of a, is a bit of a difficult position. So I remember um, listening to, I think it was Anna Ferris, a podcast called Unqualified, and she was talking about this situation where she experienced there was this. I think she was on on the set, and this movie director slapped her on the ass 
like one of those athletic butt slap sort of thing mm-hmm. like that goes on in the gym locker uh, male gym locker room um, but of course to her it was completely unwarranted and there was this moment where everybody on the set was just like tensed up right they were just like observing what she was doing and Anna Ferris herself she just sort of laughed it off even though she felt really uncomfortable so if you want a bystander in that situation right and then you look at you look at something like this happen and you see that she just laughs it off like you're not gonna you, you, it's difficult for you to f- read further into the situation mm. and say hey you know what maybe this lady missed her or maybe I need to stand up for her especially when your career is on the line I mean imagine if let's say that happened and I was there on set and I went up to the director and said hey dude that's not cool and then Anna Farish just like hey you know actually you know what it doesn't matter because she's preserving her own career she's, right, she, right, she's just right. thinking about herself right? <clears throat> right but me as the fucking idiot who stand up for her and not at her behest just sort of on my own initiative now suddenly I'm the fool right so it's a bystander effect so to me that is the seed of doubt that, that would be in my head if that situation unfolded before me yeah I mean I can understand that because A you don't want to seem like you are over as a woman and especially if you are working in a male dominated area or industry right you don't want to seem like you are you are a typical woman in the in the way that you react to like little things like the butt slap you know if you kind of re- react then you know the, the man will be like, oh look at her she's so overreacting oh she's such a drama queen she's just a step on the butt right that kind of stuff and then like you also don't want to make it into too big of a deal when someone like stands up for you because you're like I can stand my own ground and I can uh, raise the problem if there is a problem meaning that you know you don't really need someone to defend you because sometimes when, when people do that for you you're seen as weaker la. like you can't stand stand for yourself and I mean I work with a lot of guys and sometimes they forget that I'm I'm there or they forget that I have, I have boobs and I have a badge and then they'll say like all sorts of shit and then I'm just like, should I react to this? And then I'm like, but if I react to this, you know, it, I know it's hum- harmless banter. And, and if I react to this, I know like it's going to kill the mood. And then so sometimes I just choose to like, shut up lah. Oh no, you know? Angie. Oh no. Did I make you uncomfortable when I talked about the dirty den? <laughs> no, definitely not. Um, <laughs> that is fine, actually. No, like when I, when I actively, actively ask about it, I'm fine. But it's just sometimes when uh, there are situations where you know when there are like four or five guys at the table and not now <laughs> and and then they are like discussing we are and we are supposed to discuss work and they start talking about other things talking about women and like da 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 you know you're like you're put in this position where you should be like oh should I be a feminist and be like oh you guys are like you know objectifying women and they're, they're fucking young women and then like you're just like okay yeah this is tough yeah it is tough so yeah, yeah, it's a no, tough I, one. I, I, after you realize something, I just I just hate human beings now all of a sudden. <laughs> we are we are like so fallible to to our own biases. Well, I don't know. Yeah, I mean Roy Moore is not now. the first politician in the US to uh, to to get into that kind of situation. There's been plenty, and European politicians generally, if they have affairs or this kind of things, if they somehow manage to shrug it off, but for some reason Europeans are able to. Distinguish that you know my politician. I vote him in not because he's a nice person. To, is to I vote him or her in to get to get stuff done. Yeah, to get stuff done to represent my uh, my rights or my views. You know, in in this country. So okay, so like talking about politicians, right? Like so this 
I think I read this or I heard about this guy Mike Pence. He's the vice president of the United States right yeah, now. Yeah. Um. So this happened. I think before he was the vice president, but there were like articles floating around about how he will not meet one on one with a woman for dinner or anything, and he will not attend any. Events with alcohol without his wife by his side, and then um, there was this article that came out and and that said that you know how Mike Pence's refusal to have one-on-one lunches or dinners with women are actually hurting women, and I think like that that's quite an interesting thing to think about because like when you have a man and a woman alone somewhere having whatever chances are think nothing will happen like for the most part probably nothing will happen but if something does happen and then you know for example the woman comes out to accuse you even though you've done nothing wrong like you are putting yourself in a lot of um, danger so called and in a way it's a very savvy smart move to especially for a politician to never do like solo lunches or dinners but at the same time like if you are you are girl and you want to like have a mentor to guide you along uh, you do need those one-on-one mm. time right mm. all right i tell you what just now i was confused right now there was now i tell you shit that makes me really fucking angry all right <laughs> it's, it's, it's precisely garbage like this it's like them if you do them if you don't right what mike pen is doing now is the smart move and then now suddenly being accused of well is it because you hate women are you trying to not, are you trying to see women not succeed? To me, that's fucking garbage, uh, okay? And there's another there's another incident. So it was also on the Anna Ferris uh, podcast that I heard. And this one, right? I can't believe how much my blood boiled after listening to this podcast. But I was genuinely angry, okay? So on in one of the episodes where they were discussing uh, sexual harassments and assaults. Uh, in, in this coming like over the past couple of weeks right uh, especially in Hollywood they actually got this listener calling in and describing her experiences in it was mainly to it was mainly with her sexual harassment stories so basically she was being harassed she was surrounded by male friends who didn't believe her or who were part of the problem so and so forth so she was she was she called in from London and the podcast uh, had I think four four of them so the, the host Anna Ferris and I think her editor and a friend I think and this guy named Sim Sim was the only male on the table and throughout the whole call right he was very respectful he didn't interrupt you know he was just like oh, what can we what can we do what can I do he's the typical male feminist that everybody fucking loves right even though I was not impressed by him but at the same time I saw sort of, okay you know what whatever I don't really care and then Anna Ferry said something to him right that fucking triggered me like no, not, nothing ever has right she said to him oh you know this whole time when you were sitting down and listening to her talking about her sexual harassment story you were just thinking of boobs right and I was just like what the fuck like are you serious are you fucking serious this is the this is the feminist world by the way you cannot win. There's no way, right? No matter what you do, as long as you're born with a dick between your legs, right? You are the ultimate perpetrator. Oh, there's this meme that I really like, actually. And I actually I saved it down on my phone just for today. And it says, is this guy <laughs> is, is this guy holding on to this piece of paper that says, I need feminism to re- remind me that if I find a woman se- attractive, I am sexually or objectifying her but if I don't find her attractive I am a shallow man that only cares about looks so you can't win right no matter what you do 
So okay, first of all, uh, not every guy right is a non-stop rape machine that's just out to fuck every hole he can find. Majority Most of the time, yeah. we're just tired. Yeah, yeah most no, of the time we're just like me. I'm just like fucking tired all the time. <laughs> don't don't lump me in, you know. Don't lump the the guys here, and the guys that you know who you whom you know are good guys with Harvey Weinstein with all these sexual predators. All right, I don't know. I I I got so fucking angry and triggered. It's just amazing. Okay, wait, wait. Who's Anna Ferris again? Uh, she's the ex husband ex wife of uh Chris Pratt. Yeah. Okay. Well, I'm glad I don't have any friends like Anna Ferris because if I do, they wouldn't be my friends. Huh? Yeah, I don't know. I feel like uh, I, I find it very difficult to... Uh, for myself, I'm also very confused about mm. how I should feel about all of this thing. Like, mm. part of me feels that, you know, we've all heard of the casting couch and we, you know, actresses from time immemorial uh, until only fairly recently have been kind of treated mostly as prostitutes. You know, people who, like, uh, ballet dancers who went on stage, they were also, like... Treated as prostitutes back um, in the 1600s or something like that And that's cause they kind of had to prostitute themselves or get patrons And you know like these are just things that have have been happening for so long Since time immemorial Yeah and and like John says um, If all you had, all I had to do is to look at Harvey Weinstein's um, corpulent body in a Shower, um, washing his dick. Like, if that's all I have to do to get a part that would earn me, like, I don't know, $10 million or something, like, I, I think I would do it. You know, like, why not? I would do it. Yeah, like, if I only had to look at him or, like, watch him masturbate into a plant <laughs> and he doesn't lay a hand on me or I don't have to touch him, I'm like, why not? Right? Like, I don't know. Like, so I'm, I'm feeling very, like, of course, if, you, if you're forced to do something that you did not want to do, that's terrible. But mm-hmm. at the same time, like, I think this is a great opportunity as well for you. <laughs> Just the, the fact of the matter is, like, it is an opportunity as well for those of you who are so inclined. And I feel like this is one of the Longkang Kitties episodes that I feel like the most unprepared to talk about for. <laughs> <laughs> More so than, than any other I feel like around. really unprepared as well Maybe even more Because I'm like The only female here And so then the, yeah, the So I feel like you. There's a lot of pressure For me to say something Really good And really like Oh my god Female power But then the, the fact The podcast notes Was up like A week ago So yeah. No excuses no, 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 for you guys We all read the podcast notes No but, but like I, I yeah, still I have not Navigated my own yeah. Thoughts And feelings about this And And being the only like XO mm. on the team It's like that's why I wanted to have like another girl on so that I, I'm sure like lots of other girls will have much better points of view on this and, and much stronger ones as well. I think I'm, I don't know, I'm like half and half, <laughs> really. <laughs> okay, so because of this severe lack of, other than John, uh, this severe lack of <laughs> opinions on uh, Longkang Kitty's side, uh, we strongly urge all our, our, our lady fans and our boy fans to Tell us, tell us what you think about also this issue. Also, lady boyfriends and lady boyfriends as well. Oh tell us. <laughs> oh <my laughs> I need to. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Okay, I will not be politically correct anymore. Please, please tell us what you think. We are, we are, um, we are very happy to hear from you, uh, to to encourage such 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 discussive behavior in the Lokang Kitty's gutter. We are putting up a excellent book 
called The Legend of Oxley Castle. The Phantom, Phantom. of Oxley Castle. The Phantom Castle. of Oxley Castle. I'm sorry. <laughs> I'm going to cut this out. Okay, The Phantom of Oxley Castle. Uh, up as a prize. Uh, if any of you are out there and you have something to say, please uh, comment. Tell us what you think about the opinion. Like and share our post. And then uh, we'll put you in for a lucky draw for a copy of the book which will be mailed straight to you so that you can um, look at Angie's lovely illustrations. Why, thank you, Dan. Yeah, quite By the way, your comment has to be something relevant. Uh. Don't just type cockroach. <laughs> <laughs> yes, it has to have some meat to you know to add to the discussion. Otherwise, uh, you're not eligible for the draw. Whoa, 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 Don't just whoa, whoa, type meat as well. Yeah, what, what if somebody says, uh, uh, I think John's views are retardo and that he's like a recipient of the DQ? That's, that's still relevant though, yeah, right? Sure. Yeah, sure. Yeah. I mean, you can send him my way. I'm used to it. That's fine. <laughs> Okay, excellent. Uh, do we have any last words regarding uh, sexual harassment of women in the Western and Eastern spheres? Don't do it. <laughs> yeah, keep your keep your uh, keep, keep your, your boy in your pants. Yeah, just keep it in your pants, yo. <laughs> it's it's super difficult to sort out all the various feelings that you might have. Uh. like I struggle with it for a very long time actually. Actually, this even though I only put this topic up about a week ago. I've been thinking about it for like I think a solid three weeks and I still don't have a conclusive answer which is something that I'm not used to so good luck with that but stick to principles stick to morality and I think we should all be fine okay thank you ladies and gentlemen I uh, hope to see you again in the next podcast uh, by the way you want to see my dick by the way you want to see my dick by the way you want to see by the way you want to see my dick <laughs> <laughs>